applicant visit days, understanding that universities are only human, and learning from the mistakes of others. My name is Jonathan Tinnaker, and this is Better Uni Choices. This week, we look at UCAS applicant visit days, how they differ from open days, and how to make the very best of your visit. We also look at what to do if there seems to be an error in your UCAS offer. And we find out that sometimes making our own mistakes isn't the only way to learn. So, UCAS applicant days, what are they and how do you get the most out of them? Well, right now, thousands of you who have applied to UCAS relatively early will be beginning to receive offers from universities. Most of these offers will be accompanied by an invitation to go and visit the university, normally to an event called a UCAS applicant day or something similar. So, what are these events? How do they differ from university open days? And what should you be looking out for if you decide to attend one? Well, applicant days are by invitation only. For open days, universities are happy for pretty much anyone to rock up and have a look around. For applicant days, these are focused specifically on current offer holders. While open days are all about raising awareness of the university and its courses, applicant days, from the university perspective, are all about conversion. That is, they want to convert you from being an applicant to being an accepted student. For that reason, they tend to be quite a lot smaller. While open days may have thousands of attendees, applicant days could have anything from literally a handful of students to a couple of hundred. Applicant days also tend to be focused much more on the department and less on the university as a whole. At many universities, it will in fact be the department who does the organising, making all the arrangements for the applicant days. Whereas an open day will probably just have one or two talks by each department, an applicant day will generally have a number of sessions focused around the department that you are visiting. They might well have an introductory talk, but then divide you into groups, depending on the specific degree or specialism you have applied for. They might then have a talk by some student ambassadors to give you a departmental-specific insight into student life. In some cases, they'll do tours of the department, showing you the specific facilities, such as labs, studios or study space, that you will use regularly as a student. And typically, there will be some unstructured time, over coffee or even lunch, where you can chat informally to staff and students. That's not to say there won't be any general university input at all. Some universities will offer broader campus tours, accommodation tours, and talks on things like student finance and careers, alongside the departmental aspects of the applicant days. But... Generally, you'll get much more time in the specific department than you would have done if you came to an open day previously. And, throughout the event, the focus will be on helping you make the final decision. The university will be well aware that you probably have several other offers that you're considering and will be keen to provide you with an experience that makes you choose them. So, what should you be considering at an applicant day? Let's be honest here, you already think this university is pretty decent and that the course looks of interest. If you didn't, you wouldn't have applied and you wouldn't be thinking about going to the applicant day. So first up, this event isn't about sitting at talks, listening to the university tell you what's in the course and how good it is. It's not about producing a long list or even a short list of universities to apply to. This event is about you deciding whether you are going to spend the next three or four years of your life living and studying there. It's a big deal. Secondly, remember that as well as making one university your firm choice, where around 80% of you will go, you also need to make an insurance choice, where around 10% of you will typically end up going. That insurance choice is not to be taken lightly either. It too needs to be a place where you would be happy to live and study. 
And thirdly, it's really useful to see applicant days not just as being about decision-making, but also about preparation. There will only be six to nine months between attending a visit and starting at university. Most of that will be spent preparing for your exams, and it's pretty unlikely that you'll be visiting again before you actually arrive to start your course. So treat the visit day as an excellent opportunity to find out everything you'll need to prepare for, from budgets to study materials, cooking, travel and more. What this means is that the applicant day is not a time to sit at the back and simply listen to how brilliant everything is. No, this is the time to question everything, to get out of your comfort zone and talk to people. So what should you ask about? Well, the details of exactly what you should ask about will clearly differ from person to person, depending on what you already know, what your circumstances are and what is important to you. But I would suggest that you prepare and write down a whole bunch of questions in advance so that on the day you don't forget any of the most important ones. To give you a starting point, here are a whole load of things that I'd be asking about if I were in your position. How many classes are there per week? Where are they held? And when? What is the format? How many students will be in each class? What options will you have to choose different courses? How many assessments are there per term? What format will they take? Which assessments count towards the final grades? Where do people study? What are the resources and facilities like? And when are they available to use? How does access to the library, laboratories, studios or other facilities work? What support is available if you don't understand the course or a specific assignment? How can you get help? What support is available if things go wrong? Is there easily accessible well-being, mental health and financial support? And what about any additional needs you have? Is there a specific support service there to make the relevant assessments and provide you with the support and potentially the additional funding you might need? Where might you live? What accommodation choices are there? Do students normally get their first choice? How will you get from your accommodation to campus? What are the costs? Is food provided? And if so, what's it like? What are the daily routines of students? How will you travel around? Where will you normally eat and how much does that cost? Where will you do your daily and weekly shopping? What about social life? Is social life focused mainly around the student union or clubs and societies? Is there a broader social life in the town or the city? What's the cost of a typical night out? What about sport and leisure? How much are the sports centre membership fees? What else is available to participate in and is it competitive? Where do students typically do part-time work? And how much do they work and how well is it paid? What are you going to spend your time doing on weekends? Do people generally spend their holidays in the city or does everyone head home? What careers and jobs do students do after they graduate, both in the short term and in the long term? What support is in place to help you get there from the department or from the career service? I know, that is a lot of questions. You may not need to ask all of these directly, but you will want to have enough different conversations so that you can get insights into most of these different aspects of your future life. So don't just find one person and ask your questions all at once. Instead, throughout your visit, find the right people to talk to and just chat. In particular, make time to talk to current students and chat with them about their lives and their experiences. Through these conversations, you'll probably find the answers to most of the questions I've suggested. But if there is something that you don't find out by the end of the day, don't be afraid to ask directly. Of course, it's not just about gathering information. At the applicant day, you'll also just get a gut feeling about the university. There's not much you can do to prepare for the feeling you'll get, but you'll know. 
I can only suggest that you try not to react straight away to your first gut instinct on arrival, but that you allow the full day before you let your feeling for the place take over. From my own experience, first impressions of universities are not always correct. So what happens after the visit? Well, armed with a whole stack of information and, of course, your gut instincts, you'll be much better placed to make final decisions. But you'll also be way better prepared when you head to university in the autumn. And the better prepared you are, the more likely you are to succeed. So we move on to this week's ad, Did You Know? Did you know that sometimes universities make mistakes? They are, after all, run by humans. If your university makes you an offer that is based on the wrong qualifications, is impossible to achieve, or simply makes no sense, just reach out to them and ask them to look at it again. Chances are they've just made a mistake, a human error, and they will correct it. And this week's quote of the week comes from Eleanor Roosevelt, political figure, diplomat and activist. Learn from the mistakes of others, she says. You can't live long enough to make them all yourself. Now, I very often share quotes about the benefits of making mistakes and learning from failure. And very often we really do need to make our own mistakes to learn. But sometimes it's a whole lot quicker to learn from the mistakes of others. That's why we read books that others have written and follow people we admire on social media to learn from their mistakes as well as their successes. It's also the reason why humanity has developed way faster than we have any right to, because we learn so effectively from others. Speaking of learning from others, the main way that others can find out about this podcast is if they hear about it from you. So if you find this podcast helpful, please do tell your friends and family all about it so they can learn from it, just as you have. Coming up next week, three tips to help you study smarter, not harder. Thanks for listening. See you next week.